You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. Today's episode is actually the last one before I go on a very much needed summer break. I'll be back sometime in the fall. I'm not sure when. So if you want to be notified, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Or you can just follow along on Instagram at Ida Glovic and I will give you a heads up to let you know when the next episode will be dropping. I truly hope that the wedding season has been going really good for you. My July has been super wild. It's been one of the busiest months I've ever had as a wedding photographer. And I'm working a lot. Like literally that's why you don't see me online. In order to just deliver my galleries in a timely manner. Um, My clients are happy so far and I just like want to make sure I don't fall behind. And that's one of the main reasons why I have to hit pause on this podcast because one of the best ways friends to reduce overwhelm is to be realistic with yourself and know like how much capacity you have and you don't want to stretch yourself too thin and I certainly do not want to have burnout so this is how I'm going about it. I also want to remind you that I have a retreat for wedding photographers coming up this fall in Corsica, France. It's going to be epic it's gonna be small and intimate but it's gonna be amazing so if you want to find out more about it make sure you get in touch with me you can write me an email ida at wedding-photography-podcast.com or just shoot me a dm on instagram at ida glovic a-i-d-a-g-l-o-w-i-k Last week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Cheryl Kitchener, the founder of the Unscripted app. We talked about how posing and using prompts during a photo shoot can help elevate the experience that you provide your clients. And that's such a good episode. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back and listen to that. And today, I am honored to have Lexi Heimdall on the podcast. Lexi is the Director of Marketing and Communications at Junebug Weddings and the Photobug Community. If you've ever dreamed of getting featured on Junebug and also hope to one day win a contest, you do not want to miss out on this episode. Lexi gives us some true gems that will help you increase your chances of getting published and winning an award. And if you find this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me if you can share it on your Instagram stories or send it to a friend. I'm sure they'll find it helpful as well. Just share that love. And without any further ado, let's get into this episode. Awesome. Lexi, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you. Thank you Thanks very much. Um, I would love to start with you introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about you as a person and also what you do at Junebug so that people get a feel for like what your uh yeah, what your position is, what you do also on a personal level, if you don't mind, just a little bit to get to know you. Oh, for sure. Um, well, I'm Alexi. I'm Junebug's marketing director. Uh, I also help with Photobug and Junebug albums now. I live in Austin, Texas. I've been with Junebug since 2014, so a very long time. I started out as our marketing intern, and now I'm a marketing director. So yes. lots of changes throughout the years. But um, for my personal life, I like yoga. I like reading, anything outside. I love to travel and the cool thing about Junebug is we're full remote, so I can travel and work at the same time. So like this year, I spent two months in Portugal. I was in Scotland last year in Costa Rica. So another fun perk of the job is being able to travel. That's incredible. And I like friends everywhere I go and doing things like this, like teaching and talking to industry people is one of my favorite parts of the job. So thanks for having yeah. me. It's such a pleasure. And I mean, working uh, in marketing communications, like you're in touch intimately with so many photographers around the world, right? Like you are the go-to person when it comes to publishing stuff and getting in touch with like all the features that are happening. Is that, is that what you do? Um, a bit. So between our marketing and our editorial team, the there's kind of a crossover with getting published. So our editorial team fields most of the submissions, but 
we come up with a standard for what we're looking for as a team and like brand voice is kind of um, a huge part of my domain. And so at least like once a year, we'll have a conversation about like, has our brand voice shifted? Are we still looking for the same things audience telling us? And so, yeah, it's kind of a combo of like editorial fielding the position or the submissions and marketing kind of helping be the voice of our audience and telling editorial what they need. Oh, that's beautiful. And then just to give our listeners a better understanding of Junebug Weddings, can you yeah. talk about, yeah, the type of couples you're actually speaking to? Because I'm sure you're not speaking to every single couple who's getting married. Like, what is the focus of Junebug? Yeah, so for Junebug, we're all about connecting people with different ways that they can plan a wedding that feels like them. So I, I know there are lots of publications that kind of have specific styles that they feature often, whether that's like really timeless or really boho. We do a little bit of everything and that's because we, we care more about telling a couple's love story, whatever that means to them. And what we wanna show them or empower them to do is plan something that just feels so much like them and show them that they don't have to do things that feel like weird or icky to them. And like, there are so many ways you can do things and we just want to show them how much fun it should be and that it shouldn't be a performance. Yeah, absolutely. And like you have a lot of information that you've published for them to read about. And then obviously since this podcast is for photographers, that's what we're going to focus on in terms of like what it takes to be featured on Junebug. I mean, one thing that's consistent is the fact that like the work is absolutely beautiful, right? I've also noticed like you're not stuck in one direction in terms of both or, or something like you're open to what people are submitting, but it just has to be of high quality. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a photography standard. Um, and that doesn't mean we're looking for a certain style of photography either. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Like Junebug was founded by photographers and photography is something that's always going to be really important for us. And so that's definitely a big standard for us. So if you joined, yeah, if you joined in 2014, when was Junebug actually founded? Like what was that origin story? Yeah. So Junebug was founded in 2006 and two wedding photographers in Seattle started Junebug. And when they started Junebug, they were like, this is a cool way that we can feature our friends' work in the industry. And it was a pretty local publication and it expanded to something so much bigger. And they were like, whoa, there's a desire out here for this thing we didn't even plan to start. And it got so much bigger than they intended. And they decided they wanted to sell Junebug to someone who could see it to its full potential. And so an investor in Austin bought it in 2014 um he started building a team in austin i started as an intern and i had no experience in the wedding industry at all like i had experience um, helping local businesses with their marketing um and i think it was actually an advantage because we went in with all of these new ideas and like when i opened our google analytics most of our audience was men and i was like that's I mean, men plan weddings, sure, but yeah, right. that's not what I would expect, you know? Sure. <laughs> I'm like, that's who I'm talking to when I'm posting right now. That's and interesting. So, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I think we need to do a big shift here where I think a lot of Junebug's audience, when we acquired Junebug, were wedding professionals. And we still have a lot of wedding professionals in our audience, and that's awesome, but... Um, wedding professionals advertise with us and they're not trying to advertise to each other. <laughs> Definitely so, not. <laughs> yeah, and so we're like, how can we reach an audience of couples? And so we had to do a little bit of a shift in how we were featuring weddings and what we were sharing. Um, and at first it felt like a tightrope of like trying to please uh, people in the wedding industry and couples. And then we were like, what we really need to do is reach couples because people, and that's how we're going to help people in the wedding industry. Absolutely, yeah. And so that was kind of the big shift that happened in 2014. We used to have Photobug and Junebug. So Photobug is our photographer, like, learning platform. And Photobug used to live on the Junebug site. And mm -hmm. so we made changes, like, separating those. 
and just doing everything we could to define who our audience was and make sure that we were talking to that audience. Yeah, that makes sense. Because when couples come onto the site, they don't want to be confused thinking, hey, am I in the right place, right? And you're yeah. looking for different vendors because you're not only helping photographers match with couples, but you're helping them find any of the other vendors that they're looking for to make their wedding special, right? Yeah, absolutely. And like talking about defining your audience is something like when I've like taught at workshops, that's always been a big conversation that I've had is I'll be like, look at your, open up your Instagram, read your captions. Are you talking to couples? Or are you talking to other photographers? That happens a lot, isn't it? Like yeah. we see it here and there. And also more and more, I feel like with reels, I feel like a lot of people are making reels to make other photographers like laugh or something, which could be, and maybe they have like education and, or it's just fun. Yeah. But I yeah. think like if we're trying to get clients, it's, we need to be focused. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's a good point. A lot of photographers are teachers and they, they teach other photographers. And if that's your business, then you're doing the right thing. But yeah, if you're trying to reach couples and all of your posts are kind of like you talking to your peers. Right. Yeah. Just think about what you're posting, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like what we just chat about gives us a bit of a foundation because I feel like the best way when photographers want to submit their work to Junebug or any other publication, it's good yeah. to understand what is Junebug actually trying to accomplish here? Who's their audience, right? And yeah. if you are submitting work that actually speaks to that kind of audience, you have a higher chance of getting your work out there. And I think clarifying that as a foundation is so important. For sure. And like, I think photographers should be submitting their work everywhere. Like, obviously, like I'm team Joombug and like, yeah, of course. But like <laughs> I think it's important for photographers to study different publications and figure out what those publications are looking for. And most of them will tell you that on the submission form. Yeah. And so kind of learn about these publications and to the point where when you have a really cool wedding, you know which publication it's going to be the best fit for. Yeah, yeah. And there are and local publications too. And so it's like, don't sleep on those. Yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, for me, because I am more and more focusing in my local market here, it would yeah. make maybe a little less sense for me to just super focus, for example, on Junebug, which is very US-based or even like a bit Europe. But like, I know my type of clients are not necessarily there. Of course, it would be cool to get that feature. It's beautiful. But if my goal is really to just reach my clients here I might really want to go another route so it's just um yeah those are things to consider but obviously um there's also a certain I feel like at least as a wedding photographer a certain prestige or credibility that comes along when one is featured on a bigger publication and having that badge and showing it also has its own value even if people don't find photographers directly to Junebug but seeing oh they're being taken seriously in the industry is also a huge plus yeah I mean there are a lot more benefits to getting featured than just like I mean couples finding you obviously is is huge yeah. but there's an SEO benefit to it too because oh, yeah. like our website has a high domain authority, probably mm. higher than the local photographer's domain authority. And so having a backlink from our website to your website is going to help your SEO too. And so it's not just like a vanity thing of like, I got published and like, yeah. I'm cool now. It's, it's so many things. It's like, yeah, like couples can find you. It's SEO. And yeah, like you said, it's credibility. Um, it yeah. kind of shows couples that you're someone who knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, I also want to stress the SEO part that you said, because I know when I first made a website, we had an, an older one, but I had made a new one with my husband. And we got featured on a German wedding blog. And within a week, our website was ranking on the first page of Google. And I just saw the power, you know, it might seem so 
out there and abstract for people when they hear domain authority, like what is that and whatever and all these things, but it's so worth investing time and in knowing it because showing up on the first page of Google is, it's huge. It's really massive. Yeah. No, and SEO is hard. Like there's so much jargon around it and it's, it's really yeah. intimidating, but once you, it doesn't take long to really get a handle on it and you can you can spend one day working on a strategy that'll help you for the next year. Yes, yes, it's like time that's worth investing into. I'm I'm all about it. I I really it's like. Free. Yeah, definitely, it's free, and there's a lot of education out there. I I talk about it often on my podcast, but I'm glad you mentioned it again because. I want people to really know the benefits of like, why should you be getting your work featured? And I know there is an element of intimidation. Maybe I'm alone here, but like on bigger publications where you just see excellent work out there all the time, like there might be some hesitation uh, for some photographers to even try or some try and they, they might just be making some minor mistakes that just doesn't get their work accepted. And those are kind of the topics that I love to touch upon. If anything comes to mind in terms of like, what are the mistakes to avoid uh, when yeah. it comes to submitting work? Yeah, mistakes to avoid. Um, I think sometimes photographers just send way too many images mm. uh, where it's overwhelming. And when we look at it, it's it's just hard to process. Um, and it's hard for us to picture it on our blog, on our website, because there's just like too much going on. So your gallery should have like up to 175 of the best images. Um, and if we have to spend time like scrolling through thousands of images, we're probably going to pass on that. So that's a big one. Yes. Um, it's also being respectful of our time. Um, and then I think in the line of visualizing it on the blog, if you sort the photos in chronological order of the day that's super helpful because that's how we do it on the blog too and it just kind of helps tell the story and it also helps like there might be certain elements we're looking for like we're like um where are the wedding party shots like where's i'm like is there even a ceremony in this wedding because it's just like so all over the place so okay. yeah having it in order is super helpful um and if you're submitting a style shoot same kind of thing um if you can take like getting ready photos during a style shoot, I feel like that's something people don't think about a ton. Mm. Um, it kind of tells the story of the whole day. Um, and sometimes people will send us style shoots with like multiple couples and that's just like really confusing. So sorry, my dog's like scratching her no, neck right now. You're totally <laughs> fine, but I feel like that's such an insider gem right now about the style shoots because yeah. most people are really thinking, okay, I'm going to style them beautifully and we're going to take these epic shots. But really, none of us are really thinking about, hey, from the getting ready, like to kind of give that full spectrum is so cute that it'll make you stand out. Yeah, and like have an actual ceremony at the style shoot. It doesn't have to be something insane. But yeah, we, when we're featured, we don't feature a ton of style shoots. Mm -hmm. um, but when we feature them, we want it to feel like, a wedding day or an elopement and so we're looking for all of those elements and we don't typically feature style shoots that are like just a bride or just a groom or just one person um we want the couple um most of the time it should be a real couple i feel like it's like you can kind of tell you can like, tell right couple. away yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness i know i know <laughs> yeah. uh, and then um outside of style shoots i think the last thing is when you're submitting, just including every vendor who worked on that wedding or shoot, um, something that happens to us a lot is people like the photographer, the planner, whoever will submit the wedding and they'll send us the vendors and then we'll feature the wedding and then we'll get like a mad DM or a complaint email of someone that's like, I was the invitation designer on this wedding and I wasn't featured. Like, why'd you leave me out? And we're like, we didn't mean to, we just didn't know you existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it and obviously, um, you want to give everybody credit for their work. Like, that's something that photographers, like, it's very important for you guys to be credited. So Absolutely. think about crediting all the other vendors who helped you create your beautiful work. And then 
also those are just more people who can share the feature. So if we feature like the invitation designer that you forgot about, like maybe they have like this huge following and they would have shared it with their whole audience and you missed out on that. So something to keep in mind. That's so good. And also in terms of like coming up with a concept for a style shoot, I mean, I would think the point is to really show something fresh and new perspective and inspiration, right? Not that people are thinking, hey, I saw something cool here. I'm going to kind of replicate it because it looks so awesome. You're not going to take it and it doesn't serve anyone, right? That's such a good point. And I totally see where people get that idea because they're like, this looks so cool. I could do this. Or they're like, Junebug featured this. Like, I can make something just like this. Or I have something just like this. I'm going to submit it. Um, but to us, we're like, if we've already shared it, yeah, it's not giving our audience something new. Like, we want to give our audience something that's helpful to them. And if we keep sharing the same thing over and over again, like, that's not helpful to our audience. So I, I get, like, the logic behind it. But, yeah, for us, we're looking for something unique that we can use as um, like a teaching element for our audience. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because there's things that I read in Facebook groups or when I'm talking to people. So I, some things might sound super basic and obvious, but I just want to put it out there because someone would be like, hey, that was super like my blind spot. I didn't even think of it. So I just want to talk about those things. Because another thing, yeah, go ahead. That is super obvious to a lot of people because it's something we do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes like people will be like, oh, I don't understand. Like you featured this. Why didn't you feature this? And then we tell them and they're like, oh, that makes sense. And yeah, it's easy to, to miss for sure. Yeah. Because like what would happen, for example, like, of course, you want to show a lot of real weddings because they happened and it's authentic. But if a wedding, for example, that took, took place in 2022 got featured, and people are getting inspired by it, but like if there's like an element of a trend from 2022, it's not mm -hmm. going to be something new for 23, right? So I'm really thinking it's through the style shoot that you can really bring something new for the upcoming season. Like I would, it's like that should be the logic, I think, unless I'm wrong, you can tell me. A hundred percent. And I think it's important to look outside of the industry for trends mm -hmm. um, because if you've seen something, we've probably seen it even more. Like people probably submitted a ton of that to us. Yeah. Um, and so looking at things like, like movies and fashion and art and travel and like using those kind of things to inspire your work versus replicating things that you've already seen, I think is going to make you go a lot further. Oh, that's good. And like also because you touched up on like, people submitting way too many images could be a problem. I just want to say again, like you actually clearly have everything written down on the submission page, like the maximum yes. number of photos, in what format, how to submit it, but still people make those mistakes, but like you take it seriously and it can really ruin their yeah. chances, right? For sure. And like something else I think about is like, yeah, sometimes people submit and I'm like, it's very obvious you didn't read anything about, mm. about the submission guidelines. So I bet you submitted this to like 12 different places and just right. said like, same thing for everyone, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't, isn't really helping your chances. Yeah. So it's like those things that we like, at least when I was in university, we were taught like, don't send like mass emails for like job applications, like really personalize your cover letter and everything. And like, it's that time it was just like oh man that's just a lot of work do I really have to do that but like once you're in the work life and you it's getting done to you you're just like hey can you respect my time like we act yeah. like this, I don't know <laughs> it, it, it really sure. bothers right well yeah and it also goes back to what we were talking about like getting to know the different publications yeah. and it's like most things aren't going to be a fit for us and green wedding shoes and the not and whoever it's like really get to know who you're submitting to and you don't have to submit to like 12 different things just spend time making it perfect for the one that's the right fit yeah and that ties into like the exclusivity that you can have because i can imagine someone by chance gets accepted by Junebug and green wedding shoes at the same time i i, I really actually don't know how that works if you can just talk about like the importance of that, that would be good. 
Yeah, I think our policy is 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things that's just kind of like common sense. And it also, and a lot of people get confused because they're like, oh, it can't be featured on my blog and then featured on, and I'm like, no, that's not what we mean. And like, even local publications, and like, if you want to get featured on your local publication and Junebug, we're cool with that. Um, we just, like our competitors who are also international, we don't yeah. want to be scrolling through our feed and see the wedding that we featured today. That's just like kind of disrespectful. <laughs> and so we just ask people, I think ours is officially 90 days. It said, I believe it says on the submission form, but yeah, it yeah does. if you've mm-hmm. been featured, okay, cool. yeah, if you've been featured, uh, just give us a heads up of when that was and we'll keep that in mind when we're uh, scheduling. Yeah, that's so important. So good. Um, so let's just move over a little bit to like contests and awards, because I think that's also yeah. an aspect that's important for people to know about. And um, yeah, let's talk about like what what kind of awards and contests. Let's just start from the basics. Does Dubai yeah. have and like what does it take to actually make it? Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> We have our, we have two photography contests a year now. We have our best of the best engagement photo contest and our best of the best wedding photo contest. So our engagement is like anything that's pre-wedding. It doesn't necessarily have to be like an engagement photo. It can be, um, cause different cu- cultures celebrate engagements in different ways. And so some cultures do like a pre-wedding shoot instead of an engagement shoot. And so that would absolutely qualify for engagement. Um, and then wedding contest is what it sounds like it has to be uh, wedding day coverage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we have photographers from all over the world that submit to those. Um, we get thousands of submissions and we choose a top 50 for each of those collections. And so our engagement contest, we just did the reveal in May and then wedding, I think we'll start accepting submissions in October, November. I can't remember this year exactly, but um, in the fall. Um, and yeah, it's, I, it's hard because like anything with art, it's, it's going to depend on, it's like subjective. It's subjective with anything, even the other features and everything. And, you know, how people are voting, of course, but at the end of the day, what, I mean, I went through every single one from the engagement (laughs) winners from this year. And I was just, I had to go through it again because I didn't believe what I was seeing. It is so creative, oh it's so unique. And like, I'm always blown away. And then I just think, oh, you know, it'd be cool to do something like that. And, um, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people like me who are like in a small town. So if we're doing like, you know, an engagement shoot, it's, let me just say, maybe it's a little basic. It's not like because not all the photos that were obviously won are these really fantastic views and landscapes or anything, but it does sometimes stand out as being super like a unique location with amazing sure. photography. So like, yeah, I just want uh, some encouraging words for those of us in small towns would be like, hey, we don't have that. Um, can we still give it a shot? Like, can we just focus yeah. on emotions and lighting? Like, it's still 100% right yeah 100 i think um like wow factor doesn't just mean an epic location or mm-hmm. something like crazy is happening like sometimes wow factor is yeah like you said just like a really beautiful emotional moment like anything that's just gonna make you stop and be like oh my gosh this is this like really makes me feel something like i have chills like yeah. those are the kind of things that we want you to submit um Another a submission tip that I feel like we haven't talked about a lot is sometimes people will submit a bunch of photos from the same session mm-hmm. contest. Um, and like my advice would be to have photos from like choose your favorite photo or two photos from each session um, and just get as much diversity as you can. Uh, because the way the judging works is like, the Junebug team judges and we have guest judges who are wedding photographers and we're rating each individual photo and maybe a judge is like, Ooh, do I like this photo from this session or this photo from this session better? 
and it could kind of hurt your chances if it's split up between all the judges. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I love these Versus insider like tips. <laughs> yeah. That's that. A bunch of photos and the submissions are blind. And so people don't know where like one photographer's work starts and one photographer's work ends. So if you have a bunch of photos from the same session, like they're going to be like, oh, this is the same photographer. Like we'll just choose like one, our favorite of this, you know, um, everyone judges differently, of course, but yeah, mm -hmm. like for me, I'm like, which of these do I like the best? I'll choose like my top three from this. Mm -hmm. If there are like 15 photos of the same kind of session, but yeah, like you, you could see how that could hurt your chances. I totally so, see yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Like submission um is going to help your chances um and also just diversity within the type of couples that you shoot and the locations like just all across the board like we want our collections to be as inclusive and diverse as possible so that can't happen unless our photographers are submitting diverse submissions yeah that's totally and that's something i love about june Dog is because i see the effort to really show diversity in different ways you know what I mean because like there have been issues in our industry and I've spoken about it in the past where um I felt like that effort wasn't there with some publications you know and um I feel like Jubak has been consistent in that think, area yeah I think it's something we can always do a better job of always um, but you're going the right direction and you're keeping at it you know like I always feel like those of us who speak out, we're not asking for perfection. Yeah. At all. yeah. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect in my own portfolio. And I say it, you know, because uh, it, yeah. it's a different factor. It's also where you're located or even like for me, mostly it's because uh, most of my couples uh, require that I don't publish their, <laughs> their weddings. Yeah. So I have yeah. a very select, like, you know, it's not many that I can put online. And there are different reasons, but the, like, all I'm saying is I see the effort, I appreciate it. And like, that's why like, when I was looking at publications to get on here, like for me, it was here, like I would approach you. So I'm so glad you agreed. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, we really do try. And it, it's something that we, we try when we're marketing the contest and we're like submissions are open. That's something that we, we do try to talk about a lot because I think it's something that is super important. And like we said, we want the collection to celebrate inclusivity. So that we have to get those submissions for that to happen. That's so good. And like um, something that really came to mind when you are talking about like some photographers might be sending in a bunch of photos. Um, I think we struggle generally with curating our own work. Like, is that something yeah. you've noticed? Like, what advice might you have like I think the best thing is sending something to someone you really trust and they help you curate it down because yeah um, it's so hard to kick images out yeah I think that's a great idea especially for something like a photo contest I, like we're humans and like the human element of being a photographer is like what makes it so special like the humanity aspect of it and like connecting with your couples like that makes you so good at your job but it also makes it hard to separate like those emotions that you have tied to like your favorite couples that you shoot yeah. to like a photo that you would submit to a contest and so sometimes we can see like you obviously really really like this couple uh you connected with them but maybe it's not a contest photo but you have so many emotions tied to it because you're human and you connect yeah. with that. So yeah, I think bringing in a third party who doesn't know the subjects and showing them like, I, I'm planning on submitting a handful of these photos to a contest, like which of these photos like make you feel something or make you stop and say, wow, or even just like watch them go through the gallery and see their expressions and like, oh, this photo, like they really, Lit I can up. tell. Them. Yeah, exactly. And like, those would be the ones that you would, you would yeah. move forward um and even me like when we when we already have the top 50 and I'm reaching out I reach out to the media like I'm reaching out to like BuzzFeed and like Huffington Post and yeah. uh, MSN and like all of these big publications um that aren't just wedding based and I'm trying to get us featured on there I send them an email and I have like some teaser photos sometimes it's hard for me to choose the teaser photos for that 
because like I'm so wrapped up in the wedding industry and like I know what we see all the time and you know like sometimes I'll be like I love this like super artsy photo but like that's not going to be the photo that like BuzzFeed is going to be like our audience needs this so I'll call like my mom or my grandma that's so good yeah. yeah who like knows nothing and I'm like which of these and they're like oh I love that like underwater one and I'm like okay <laughs> let's yeah. go yeah because you have to see it from it just needs to be someone with different eyes because like yep. we're so immersed in it right mm -hmm. like it blinds us sometimes but that makes absolute sense and like I think like getting on one of these lists is even a bigger deal I would assume for a wedding photographer like um winning a contest and definitely BuzzFeed or one of them for Panda picks it up I think that yeah. is just like massive like the traffic that that gets is huge yeah yeah I have a friend like a wedding photographer friend who I met I met him after he had won one of the contests yeah and he was talking to me about like how it changed his whole business and even like his relationship with he was like I didn't really talk to other photographers much before this and then I had all of these people reaching out after I like won this award and after I joined Junebug like hey I'm on Junebug too like yeah. you know and it just like opened so many doors for him and like then these people are referring him and then he had like boosted he had made a post about winning um the, I think it was when we had the destination photo contest, mm. like a, a photo that won that. And he made a post on his Facebook business account and then he boosted that post. And he was like, just from that post, like I got so many clients. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's so good. And I think especially those, like for people who have education and mentorships workshops, I think that is, that's also going to really give them a leg up to be like, oh yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So, um, people who are doing education I would really encourage you to to go for it and like to be prepared like for me um I don't know I've just never submitted my work anywhere for the contest but that yeah. is also because I'm not allowed to mostly but um I also realized like by the time like all of a sudden they're all released and it's like oh this person won these contests and I'm like when did that even happen I feel like I'm in my own world like where can people know like the best you know like I don't know if people are like always going to the website and checking it out or when yeah. it's the contest date like how can they be like the best informed and like really prepared and ready for it like what's your advice yeah well um I would say join our email list for sure and That's then make place. sure yeah I would say like make sure that we're added to your contacts so we don't go to spam um because anytime we have a contest I'm going to email everyone on our list and say like, this is happening and I'm going to give them lots of reminders. Yeah. Uh, and then on social, of course, but I would say email is like on social, you know, with algorithms. That's what I mean. You can miss so, so much. much. Exactly. So yeah, I would say email is probably the best way to really be in the loop of all of our happenings. Yeah. And like photo, but community is more on Facebook, right? For people who like around Facebook yeah. groups like that should also be a good spot. Yeah, yeah. We have our photo book community Facebook group. Um, we also have an Instagram account for photo book community and like a Facebook page and then an email list for photo book community too. So yeah, I think email is probably just like the most surefire way, honestly, for any kind of publication that you're following yeah. um, or any, yeah. it's because yeah, like with social, it's kind of unreliable of what you're going to see. so true. The content of ours that is getting a lot of ten attention probably and like being shown by the algorithm and like the reach is growing probably isn't going to be like a hey submit to this contest no <laughs> so yeah i would say email is the best way yeah um i'm always fascinated when i think back to like i'm sure you know jenna kutcher uh <laughs> and she's like she used to talk about email was like five six years ago and everybody's like whatever and years on, like, it really, it just really, I notice if I buy something, if I'm booking a workshop or whatever, it's because I saw the email. Yeah. You email know, I'm like, it's so true. Like, yeah. 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 So that's yeah. massive. Yeah. If you are a photographer who hasn't started an email list, I would say 
it's something that's worth your time. Um, cause it's something you can totally own and you don't have to depend on an algorithm for, yeah. um, and a way to, a good way to grow an email list and how we have done it is by offering freebies to clients of like, Hey, I made this wedding planning checklist to like, um, give me your email, I'll send it to you. Um, and then like, you have a note on there that's like when you subscribe or when you opt into this, like you're subscribing, they can yeah. subscribe it. Yeah, I think that like freebies are a great way to build an email list. Yeah, that's so good. And for my European friends so that I just mentioned it, we have really strict laws here. So make sure you check out the GDPR double opt-in and all of that fun stuff. It is work to figure it out, but once it's done, it's done. Trust me on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're like uh, regulations and laws in the eu are fun stuff but it's all good <laughs> oh we I'm have to abide by those too oh yeah because you're international yeah. especially then it's um it's huge no i'm glad you yeah. said that because it's absolutely true one other thing that i'm curious about is like i know there are a lot of photographers who are like who feel like they can't write like they're not copyrighted they can't do storytelling with words as good and mostly when you submit for a feature like you know they want to know what was the day like you know yeah and most are like the sun was out and it was the beautiful couple were wonderful you know like, you don't, <laughs> like it might, it's hard for a lot of people right and yeah. so like, how much weight do you give words and like what advice do you have in terms of people who might be like okay I can't really you know say the yeah. words <laughs> yeah for sure I do think the photos are going to do more of the heavy lifting than the words um, but when the words become important is when there's an a storytelling element of the day that would be important to the submission like um and I'll also say if like the most interesting part about the day is that the sun is out then we probably don't want to see it anyway yeah I'm just saying like so, it might not occur to them like well just like a summer beautiful wedding like because I just know people who are just like it's hard for me to express myself in that way yeah. and so like I, I might as well not even try and like I just whatever blocks people have I want to bust it and be like you can still do it this way or whatever yeah no I think the type of weddings you should be submitting those things will almost write themselves because like for Junebug like I said we need things we need weddings that have unique elements we need weddings that are going to tell a story of that couple and so and another thing that I think is super helpful and kind of takes the pressure off is like what are the weddings that you're telling your friends who aren't in the industry about? Like, you're like, I shot this wedding this weekend and it was so cool because it was like this couple who are high school sweethearts and like their favorite teacher from high school was the officiant of the wedding. Like, and that would be something you would want to hear about. Like the same kind of things you would tell someone are the things that we want to hear about and the things that like make the wedding cool. And I feel like that kind of just like takes the pressure off. Like you don't need to be a good writer, just like, talk to us like we're a friend who is like who you're like this wedding is so cool you need to see it here's why I love it because I think we kind of feel like we need to perform and write in this more other formal way and like beautifully formulated that's what happens to a lot of people but I love that where it's also the thing with like talking online on the camera pretend it's just one person you're talking to a friend you're talking to and that applies in this case as well yeah and like even our voice as a publication is pretty casual and like when we're talking to our readers or our, our followers like we're talking to them like they're friends and so yeah we don't need this like crazy poetic thing unless like that's your couple and that was their thing like whatever yeah <laughs> no we just want to know like what makes this special um how did how did the couple's personalities shine through what did they do to like tell their story and that's that's all we need to know oh oh that's definitely really really helpful for people and one thing I want to touch on before we start to wrap up is because I know you have a whole vendor list which is a massive way to get in front of couples for people so if you can just talk about the benefits of getting on one of those vendor lists and what it actually takes because you don't take everyone like it's actually you choose who can get on right so if you can talk about that that would be amazing 
Yeah, so our membership team will go through applications. Um, we have an apply page on our website, and it's going to tell you everything, all of the things you need to do to qualify. And it's like you have to be in business for a certain amount of time. You have to work a certain amount of weddings. Um, and we're going to look and make, make sure you, you don't have like any terrible Google reviews. And yeah. basically what we're doing is we're going – if you apply, we're going to see like, would we trust you shooting our friend's wedding or planning our friend's wedding? Like our, we want to be able to trust you enough to where we can recommend you to our couples. And like, we really care about our couples. And so that's, that's like the easiest way to explain it. Um, but yeah, we have vendor directories all over the world. Um, and we get traffic to those vendor directories obviously. Um, and then like we talked about SEO earlier, like having that backlink to your site is going to be super helpful to your SEO. And then you'll have a badge for your website that kind of adds to the credibility. Um, and along with all of that, like we feature, we prioritize featuring our members. Um, we have a, our members are vendors. We have mm -hmm. a vendor only Instagram account and we follow all of our vendors from that account. And so when we scroll through that feed, it's all of our vendors and we'll source from that too. So we're like actively looking for vendor work in a way that we're not looking for just like work from yeah. any random professional. So we definitely try to take care of our vendors and prioritize them. But yeah, I would say like the, the leads, the traffic, the credibility and the increased chances of getting published are all big members. Win, win, win. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And like uh being part of the FOGRA community, I know that like there's also a lot of education people can get on there, like courses yes. they can purchase and all those things as well. Yeah, we have a ton of free education on Photobug. Um and we have courses and then now we have presets on Photobug too. And we're really excited about our presets there. That's so good. I saw that today and I was like, did I miss this before or is this new? So I'm glad you confirmed it's new and I haven't been like living under a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was November of last year. So they're still pretty new. Um, and we worked with uh, Greg Peterson on those. And yeah, we're really happy about them. We have a bunch of timeless presets and then we have like some fun effects and some Super 8 kind of vibes. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. so good. Oh, and another thing that came to mind was I want to talk about um, submitting video because video yeah. getting so popular. Is that is that something you accept? But like, let's talk about is that something that's going to give people like up? Is it something they have to submit alongside photos? Take yeah, it it's not something that we require, um, but it is something we've added to the submission form that if you have a real type video, like a vertically filmed video, even like behind the scenes looks from the wedding day like that's something that can definitely help us on social so we would love to see that and yeah I, I wouldn't say it would like help or hurt your chances of getting featured but it might help your chances of once you're featured getting a lot more attention and reach on that post since reach on reels are higher oh yeah that's so good and is there anything like coming up at the next few weeks months to the end of the year that you want people to know about and be ready for? I know there's a contest, but is there anything else we need to be informed about? Yeah, we also have our Choice Awards coming up. So um, Choice Awards are super fun because they're free to enter. Anyone can enter. It can be couples entering. It can be wedding professionals entering. Um, and we have it's six, five or six different categories. Um, but there's a moment category that uh, is specifically for photographers. So just like a very special wedding day moment that you can submit. And that's the category that gets the least amount of submissions. So like your chances of winning are uh, higher. You're category. giving us all the tips. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. So it's like, why not? So submit a moment for sure. But yeah, we also have a wedding and elopement category, a floral design, a video ca category, and a moment Oh, and a um, fashion category. Oh, yeah. I love that. And like, where's the easiest, quickest place that they can sign up for the email list? Because that's where all the information is coming through. So they're updated. Yeah. Uh, just on the homepage of our website. 
is you can find uh, the Junebug email list or um, the Photobug email list is also on the Photobug website. That's amazing. Do you have any parting words for us? Any encouraging words? Um, on top of all the gems you shared, I mean, <laughs> or just wish us an, an amazing wedding shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we highly, I know it's intimidating to submit. Mm -hmm. um, I would just like to encourage everyone to kind of try to remove your ego from it. And think about it not as this thing of like getting featured and like the vanity aspect, but about how it's going to help your business. And I feel like that kind of takes the ego out of it. Yeah. And it feels less personal when you get rejected when you go in with that mindset, you know? Um, but yeah, just really study the publications that you want to get featured on and personalize your submission to that publication uh when you're submitting just write to us like you're talking to a friend about what's cool about that day and yeah it's, it's free to do so why not so good and because you did use the word rejected and a lot of people fear rejection let's just mention that it's nothing personal like you said and it doesn't mean that the work is bad it's because it could be a multitude of reasons sure. right like that something similar yeah. has been on the website and don't be discouraged like Maybe Absolutely. it's just the wrong publication or the wrong time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, especially like as a photographer, like you don't have control over most aspects of the wedding day and like oh, no. the criteria we're looking for, you don't have control over. And so when we reject things, it's almost never because the photography is bad. Like it's, it's not a reflection of your work. It's just that, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the right fit or it wasn't something that we were looking for at the time or it wasn't something we could use to teach our readers or our followers something so it's it's not it's not a you thing it's just a what we need thing yeah this wasn't the right fit at that moment so i think that's so important to keep in mind lexi thank you so much for everything you shared all those insider tips i kept saying but that's what it takes, you know, for people to be like, oh, I know what to do here. I'm going to plan better. And when I get more time, I'm also going to help people better with the work. So we'll get that out there sometime. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. This was so much fun. If you guys have any questions, um, you can shoot me an email anytime. I'm just Lexi.h at JuneBugWeddings.com. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.